Perhaps like you, you have memories in your life when your name was used that it can bring great delight or bring back memories of fear. I'll give an example. Of course, it's always fun when we're called by name, like to be chosen on a team or to win some award or to get a great uh, grade, whatever it might be, and our name is called out, it brings great delight. But I also remember those times when, as a little kid, in class and I was doing something I wasn't supposed to and the teacher would call my name for a very different purpose because I needed some straightening out. Regardless, the name tells us something that's really important about our identity. We have in the Gospel today Jesus trying to teach them about the name of Caesar. What belongs to Caesar, give back to Caesar. What belongs to God is his. I'd like to us to focus on how we understand our identity. And I focus us right to this first reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. I have called you by name, given you a title. God has called each of us into existence and giving us the beautiful opportunity to not only have our human experience of life, but for his own life to come into us. Our identity then in baptism is we are identified as a beloved, adopted son and daughter of God. And when you and I can soak in that reality, we don't look for identity in other ways or what our purpose is. Rather, we become more and more rooted and centered in the truth. Give to God what is God's. In this example, means give to God the identity that he has established within each one of us by choosing us as his beloved sons and daughters and giving us his own life within us through grace. I contrast this to what happens much in the world today, and certainly we can experience this from our own lives, where we might try to be, find an identity. We want to be popular, maybe when we're younger. We want to be successful. We want to be known as a person with certain gifts or accomplishments. We certainly see this in the area of athletics and professional athletics or movie stars or whatever it might be. There can be this craving to try to create an identity that is not core to who we are called by name as beloved sons and daughters. Those things are all external. What is internal is who we are in God. As beloved sons and daughters, called by name, given a title, in a sense be given a purpose for life, when we live out of that, we find great interior peace. When we don't, it's when we tend then to seek or to try to find it in some other way, to create an identity, if you will, 
We see that with all the gender stuff today. Or someone trying to be someone who they're really not. When we live in our identity as beloved sons and daughters, then it doesn't matter what other people think of us. We know who we are because we have received that identity from God and we strive to live out of it. As part of that call from God and identity, it's so very important as we celebrate this month of respect life that we respect the dignity of every particular person that has come into existence. God, in his beautiful plan, wanting to save all of us, desires that we respect life as he does, with the identity and the name that he has given and the purpose or the title for which he calls each of us into existence. Looking around in the church, of course, we can look to the lives of the saints. We can look, of course, to Christ, his name and his purpose. Do we know our name in the sense of our identity and how loved we are by God and our purpose to be beloved sons and daughters and give our lives to him and to others and to respect the dignity and life of others. My brothers and sisters, I heighten this in this month of October because even within our own state, there are those trying to get a constitutional amendment signed so that on our ballot next year, that there would be the freedom to take life, human life. That belongs to God and to no one else. God is the one that brings souls into creation. And it is not for any of us to take that from him. And yet this constitutional amendment would have even many far more reaching impact than Roe versus Wade. It would endanger young girls and women in ways beyond that there's the laws that our state now currently protects. It would not even allow parents to know if their young teenage daughter was going through such an experience. My brothers and sisters, I encourage us to pray fervently, to strive diligently, to remember the gift of our own identity, and to help others come to experience that in every life, from the very moment of conception until natural death, and to become very aware of what's happening even within our own state, and to be ambassadors of God's love so that we respect what is God's and no one else's.